This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. When I was a young boy, I watched a podcast show online called If I Were You. You had Jake, the cool dude, the master, the one who got the pussy and manned the coats as a rack. Then Shmuel, the loser, with no friends and ate only chicken nuggets and gave pink eye to his dates email if i were you show at gmail.com if you want to get shit on by old men Wow. Oh, wow. Stuck the landing. <laughs> Absolutely stuck it. Yeah, indeed. 10 for the dismount. Holy. 10 for the voice. Holy shit. Uh, that was a My Chemical Romance cover, actually. Do you think that guy sings all the time? The one that contributed to this, the, the, the one who wrote this and recorded yeah. this theme song? Uh, no, it's he made a reference to, his name is Robert, but you don't have to shout him out so, uh, unless it somehow can get him into medical school. So I think he has like different ambitions. Right. That's good. Yeah. The lyrics are great. <laughs> uh-huh. The song is great. <laughs> okay. The voice is fine. Uh-huh. And I appreciate the effort. <laughs> it's really hard to sing. Who's the My Chemical Romance singer? He has such a distinct, cool voice. Yeah. It's what almost is, like Freddie Mercury, is. almost. When I was... Did they have How's any that? other songs, too? Uh, That's such yeah. a popular song. What's another popular My Chemical Romance song? I think they had a bigger song. Really? Teenagers Scare. Like, Teenagers Scare the Living Shit Out of Me. You know that song? No. <laughs> <That's really good. laughs> what about Teenage Dirtbag? That was from Weedus. Oh, okay. So that's a different one. That guy had a unique voice, too. Yeah. And what about uh, Flavor of the Week? <laughs> Ooh. Her boyfriend. That was he American Hi-Fi. Oh, uh, that one's a good song. Uh-huh. I think I had this idea before, but there should be uh, uh, an agreement between all these bands where they just get to play each other's hits. That'd be nice. So My Chemical Romance gets to sing... Yeah, flavor of the week. They should. Well, We're all there to hear the same twenty-one songs, yeah. and it's a shame that only the Chemical Romance, My Chemical Romance, only wrote one or two of them. You, you weren't there at this thing, but like a bunch of us from work, a couple like a decade ago, went to like 
uh, I forget what it was called, but like Everclear put it on, and it was like oh, yeah. Everclear it was like the '90s and tour, and yeah, and uh, some other, and like the, the I don't know the guys that sang uh, Butterfly or something, <laughs> but not them, but like something like that. Yeah, uh, and it was so exciting, like when Everclear sang, like you know, they they had like the most songs, they had like five or six songs. Oh, wow. that everybody was into. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender? That's not Everclear. Jesus. But they should be able to play that one. <laughs> yeah, that's Eve Six. Oh, that's right. In my so, brain, it's E V E, and then I forget about the Everclear. That makes sense. What's Everclear? Who do they sing? Everclear. They go. Um, th- they sing that song, Santa Monica. You know, like Bono. Bono, bono, bono. We will oh, yeah. live beside the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And then they also sing, <laughs> everything is wonderful now. now. Yeah, yeah, that seems like the same song. And like, father of <laughs> mine. Which yeah. is, I mean, they're all like the same. It's all one 21-minute song. Anyway, but like lit played and they have like three songs but they had like a 30 minute set and you're like what do you what are we gonna just <laughs> we're not just here play to play my own worst enemy nine times <laughs> we're not here to discover new lit songs lit actually we're gonna go from the new album yeah, like you're touring based on the popularity of your old albums of your three songs well anyway thanks to robert for writing that uh and thanks to lit for writing my own worst enemy man yeah. that's a good song <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Oh, God, that song's great. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the interweb hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, episode comes out after our Australia and Austin shows. After uh, all of them? But I think we're recording it. Or no, I, we're definitely recording it before. I believe it comes out after. <laughs> I think we're recording it before. I think I haven't <laughs> been there yet. But it's always fun to like write, record right before we go on tour because our life is going to be drastically different in 11 days. I know. Holy shit. What's going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out. I, I, was, I, have, I had a vision that I was going to die, actually. So let's see if that comes true. Yeah. But like, if you have that vision a lot, like even if it finally happens, I'm not gonna give you like the fucking attaboy. For yeah, because I've been wrong a fucking <laughs> yeah. million times. <laughs> yeah, and then like, it finally hits. Yeah, you're not gonna be like I told you so. You're on, still as we deep in the crash. <laughs> like no way. You get five premonitions before I give a shit about the one that hits. It's absolutely fair to be honest. Uh, all right, so these are as always real people, real emails, fake names. Uh, this one is written with someone who has a fake name given in the email. So I think we should call him that. Uh, okay. Sure. So he says, well, it starts off by saying, first of all, please call me Mr. McQueefington. Uh, we could never have come up with a better name, so thank you. Love the show. Been a huge fan of yours since College Humor. Uh, and I am in need for advice. Is there a Mrs. McQueefington? <laughs> nice. Thank you. Is there a Mrs. Mr. McQueefington? <laughs> Call me Dr. Mr. McQuiffington. Uh, I'm a 21-year-old guy living in L.A., and I find it difficult to close the deal with girlies. It's been over a year since I got laid. I'm great at approaching them and holding a conversation, but by the end of the night, we end up parting ways, and I never seem to see them again. So I guess my question would be, Jake, what are your top tips what for up? sealing the deal? I need to seize the cheese, and I'd rather not end up killing myself in a Starbucks. Thanks, Mr. McQueefington. So he, there is not a Mrs. Mr. McQueefington. He's he, trying to find the Mrs. Mr. McQueefington. Are there specific quote-unquote closing tips, or is it just the same tips and as an aggregate at the end of the night, you hope that they add up to somebody yeah. wanting to sleep with you? I mean, there's nothing that like... there's. 
there's no tried and true formula. It's shucks, man. Some of us are born with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just sort of hot and funny. <laughs> that's uh, that's good. And now I'm famous and pretty rich. So can you get any of that done? Jesus, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, let's see. I think, first of all, it helps to not give a fuck. And it's hard when you, it's hard to even pretend to not give a fuck when so you, you have give to be a willing, lot of a fuck. You have to be willing to walk away? Yeah. So you're really saying do. not push it, press it. Yeah, I mean, like, don't don't lay all your cards out on the table. Like, hey, I really want you to come home with me now. I want you to come home with me tonight. Right. It's always, I guess I always find it easier to extend the night in ways that aren't like, come back to my house. So mm-hmm. if it's like, we st- we had one drink at one bar, like, well, hey, let's check out this other place. I like this other spot too. Yeah. Then you've gotten two drinks and you're you're like, it's getting later and later. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, let's get another drink or let's go to a, this uh, restaurant or something. This know. after hour spot. Yeah, an after hour spot. I don't know why I said it, uh, food somewhere. I would never do that. Uh so there's that. And then there's also the notion that, like, I, I couldn't entirely tell from this email, but it seemed like he sort of, if he, if it's not one and out, then he starts from scratch somewhere else. Yeah, like, why? There, you can build a little bit. Yeah, it's fine to have sex on the second, third, fourth, fifth date, too. Yeah, why? Well, Six, think... get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's been too long. I think he can, at the very least, get some sort of form of communication, a phone number, an email address, a Snapchat, an yeah. Instagram, keep the line of communication over, open. And sometimes when you don't go for it really hard at first, uh, that only pays dividends down the road. Yeah, people appreciate... I, I think people underestimate how annoying it is for girls to be hit on like by desperate guys. Yeah. So when you're when you're like just normal... You really don't have to be much better than that, though you should be. But <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how many times I've been on first dates and people have just been like taking a breath and be like, you're normal. Thank God. Yeah, right, this, this is good. This is good. You're, you're not normal. insane. Like I didn't even have to do anything good or impressive yet. And I'm then just you, like, just by not being a needy creep. A needy creepy or a creedy neepy. And then you, and then when they say "thank God you're normal," you just look at them and start smiling and shaking. Oh, you have no idea how normal I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I can't do the the, the, uh, the Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter, Lecter thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your inhaler. Uh, what was my question? I, I mean, or it wasn't a question. I one night stands are tough. I I don't have like a ton of one night stands. Yeah, you're saying you you build a little bit. Yeah, I'm just like good at building, and then you like, I I'm good at spinning lots of plates. So it sort of seems like you have a lot of one night stands, but really it's just like a bunch of yeah one night stands. One night stands is seems like it it has to be very mutually agreed upon. It's hard to convince somebody who's not down to do that. I don't even like one night stands that much, to be honest. Why is that? I like having sex one time with people that I know well. That's nicer. <laughs> so, so it's you, like one night stands in that way. Like we'll only have sex once. Got it. So think of it as a Hanukkah. You're hanging out one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah, pop. That's the shamash. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're back down to a five, six, seven, eight. Forever. And, <laughs> oh, it's a forever. It's a it long just, It doesn't end after eight days. Mm. Eight dates. Eight crazy dates. Uh, yeah, but it's sort of like one, I guess like one night of fire. I, I like the shamus. <laughs> <what, laughs> yeah, the shamash. The shamash. <laughs> yeah. And then... 
And then, like, that's the last night of Hanukkah. Then the rest of the ones are just, <laughs> the oil actually did run out. Oh, uh, you like the ones where the shamash is, like, off to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little lopsided Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you don't, you prefer not to just sleep with somebody you just met that day. I mean, that's obviously fine, too. But yeah. I think if I, if I was, like, my preferences and what I do most, it's, it's probably, like, infrequent hookups with people that are that i like kind of know right so it's almost like spinning plates rather than like catching something that night yeah that catch and release or whatever yeah like a fish that ain't my shit i also personally i feel like i don't attract the type of ladies that appreciate that uh like one night stands either i feel like i attract the type of ladies that appreciate the slow play like that which is fine you're gonna get chlamydia a lot less if at all that's true i have had chlamydia a lot less recently (laughs) (laughs) i'm down to not having it i had it a lot last year (laughs) and now i'm just totally at zero again which i prefer really honestly if i'm talking quite frankly and candidly Uh, All right, so maybe pump the brakes a bit. Uh, Don't worry about sealing the deal, as you say, that night. As it were. Keep the conversation open, and then uh, it'll eventually happen. And use your first name instead of, like, Mr. McQueefington when you introduce yourself to people. I uh, Yeah, the problem is I see it in the the email signature. It's Fartsmith. Fartsmith McQueefington? Yeah, so it's almost like Mr. Yeah. Fartsmith McQueefington. Well, I guess you go by your middle name. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's already Fartsmith with McQueefington. What I could know. be possibly worse? <laughs> it says Cockrash. Fartsmith Cockrash McQueefington. Absolutely insane. <laughs> His parents damned him to hell. <laughs> he had no option. He had no other option. Fartsmith Cockrash McQueefington. Uh, here's an email, a similar email, similar sphere, different person. Let's call this person... Mr. Mick. It's weird because when I say pussy fart, like that's considered <laughs> a queef. Blue, yeah, like that's off color, but Mr. McQueefington got away with it. Yeah, well, Cockrash was pretty blue. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, let's call this guy Dude Smith. Hey, dudes, Dude Smith here. I'm a 25 year old coy guy who has a history of being the worst when it comes to girls, like real bad. So bad that at 25, I've never had a girlfriend, I've never been kissed, and it goes without saying, I've never had sex. Oh. That's right. <laughs> should I give up, or is my <laughs> should I give up, or is my dick doomed to stay as dry as the Sahara Desert, or do I still have a shot? I also live at home with my parents because I can't afford to move out right now, and I fear women won't go for that. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Uh, thoughts what durst do you do when you're 25 and living at home uh, uh, and I've, you have never had sex I feel like this is the this is a good place to start you're, it's nowhere to go but up you're at zero right now so I feel like you got a lot of room for improvement. Zilch, nada. And I'm all about the micro-improvements. You can get a all haircut. About you can micro grow improvements. a th- Micro-improvements. No um, artificial improvement. Uh, <laughs> growing hair, cutting hair, gaining weight, losing weight, shaping, sculpting, spending six months sort of making, trend, trending towards a better physical you. I like that. That's actually really good advice. 
Uh, the first time in your goddamn life, <laughs> felt you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> which is you what? thought of something I wasn't thinking of. <laughs> which is what? I was going to tell this guy to jump off a fucking bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. His that's dick the... was doomed to stay as dry as the Sahara. Well, that's the best way to lose weight. And now I I see the light. That's That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. You, uh, you, you've got... You're like in a shitty spot, right? Yeah. And he wants... Perhaps rock bottom. He, he's trying to go to zero, zero to 100. Yeah. Like, he wants to go from like virgin in his mom's basement feeling sorry for himself to fucking tens right yeah so i think you're right you take the girls out of the equation you make the goal self-improvement six months you're like hey we're gonna table sex for six whole months if you can handle it like i'm not even gonna think about sex i'm gonna think about getting an eight pack yeah. <laughs> or whatever it, whatever it may be right uh you you know, you go on a diet, you exercise, you take in some literature, nurture your body, nurture your mind, practice yoga, meditate. All that good stuff. Like, upgrade your wardrobe slowly if you have to, if you can't afford it. But, yeah. I mean, shout out me undies. that's what's up. <laughs> uh, Suddenly you're feeling better. Yeah. When more confident. Six, eight months down the road, you're feeling good, you're looking good, you're feeling confident that's gonna that's gonna exude from you yeah and people are gonna that's gonna attract attract you a mate then you take that attitude you reintroduce yourself to all the people that knew you back then they're impressed they've seen the improvement and you can even join like a dating app or a dating website suddenly you're not the bottom of the barrel anymore you're at the middle of the barrel which is a great place to be because you probably are you have the personality of someone who used to be a loser which is probably the best kind of person personality to have because your confidence is at an all-time low heck i want to fuck you (laughs) and i will and i have your email address i'll reach out to you i'll make it happen thanks uh pussy fart (laughs) no dude smith i also he says i also live at home with my parents because i can't afford to move out right now and i fear women won't go for that uh maybe don't bring that up right away yeah 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 uh, I mean, again, that's also not a permanent thing. That's right. something you can strive for. The you, worst... say, you say, like, I live with my parents to save money, not because I can't afford anything yeah. else. He's, I'm trying a lot to, of people do that. That's yeah, why. I'm trying to save money to do something even better with myself. I, I donate so much money to charity that I feel bad even spending it on myself. Totally. Uh, the best situation to be in is one where, like, the, you know you have a tangible uh, goal. Mm-hmm. Problem is, like, when you, if we get emails sometimes, people, they've already like, you know, they have what they thought they wanted and they're there and now they don't even know what to strive for. This guy sees the the map, the plan, it's set for him. Yeah. So this is kind of a good place to be. So totally. it's almost like all the negative stuff you're saying is a positive because you're starting from a place where you know where to go and you probably know how to get there. So uh, send us a picture of you. We'll locate all your problem areas We'll let like you know. <laughs> I'll highlight that. I want to fucking Richard Simmons this dude real bad. What actually. does that mean? <laughs> I was listening to that Richard Simmons <laughs> podcast, and he would like meet people at, at these mall shows, like these uh, really overweight, <laughs> unhappy people. Yeah. And he would like change their life in an instant, be like, today it starts now, right? And then like you think you they would never hear from him again. Uh-huh. And then like a week later, he would like <laughs> call them. And then he would call them every single week for a decade, two decades. They lose 100 pounds. He's just a fucking hero. Jesus. Yeah, Richard Simmons is the man. And now he's just gone? 
essentially. He's missing? Yeah, everybody should check out that podcast. After you rate and subscribe this one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you have to subscribe rate. Subscribe. Rate us. Five stars. Leave a review. <laughs> it's all good because it's all now. It's helping us on iTunes and we appreciate Climbing it. Climbing the charts yet again. Always. As always. All right. Let's answer one more question. I want chart blanche. Nice. Thank you. Uh, John Davies. John Wilkes Davies writes, A few weeks ago, I got out of a longish-term relationship. I've had a lot of my girlfriend's stuff in my room at college, and I gave it all back to her. However, her roommate also reminded me that I had my ex-girlfriend's Game Boy SP and a copy of Pokemon Leaf Green, which I left at home. (laughs) Now I'm home for spring break, and I'm getting ready to give it back to her. But here's my question. Should I delete the save file I created and have been working on? I've logged close to 100 hours on it, and my Pokédex is extremely close to completion. Even my national Pokédex. <laughs> it's obviously the save file is just my name, so I can't see why she so I can see why she wouldn't like that. But I also don't want it to seem like I did it as a slap in the face because I don't want her to enjoy the fruits of my labor. So, I'm a little confused. What do you think I should do? Love John Wilkes Davies. That's actually a good question. I think if it were me, I would leave it in there and pretend like I didn't even look or play. Yeah, just play dumb. Yeah. it's Yeah, you never want... It's like unfollowing someone on Instagram. That shows a, an extra level of effort. Right. Whereas, like, if you really truly didn't care, you would either keep following them or, in this case, not delete your saved Pokedex game on their uh, Game Boy SP uh, 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 and copy of Pokemon Leaf Green. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, you can't even play Leaf Green for uh, <laughs> on a Pokedex. And if you're on the national, you're just as much of a nerd as this dude. <laughs> you should. You're, you're lucky that you like basketball instead of video games. <laughs> every it could day, have gone either way. Every day you should pray to the only God you know that you fucking like sports for whatever reason instead of sci-fi. You had to be nerdily obsessed with something. At least it's like a cool macho Holy shit. shit. God himself just fucking threw a dart at a board and it landed on football. It could have easily fucking shifted one inch to the left to Star Trek, one inch to the right to, I don't know, Literature? Yeah. Oh, God. I guess that would have been fine, actually, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you liking sports really helps us out in the, in the real world. I guess everybody has an obsession. Yeah. You have to spend your time doing something. I know. And mine's porn. It's really, it's really annoying. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. How sucky is that? It worked like during Gabrus's podcast. Yeah, that's true. It works during like dude conversations. Yeah. Like when people are finally opening up and having dude talks. Yeah, that's true. I sort of like retreat a little bit and you're like, let's fucking talk. Like what porn yeah. do you like? I, I know that's so porn dirty star. after those talks. Like I'm always like a little bit buzzed and I'm just like, it's just like bro. It's really a locker room talk. <laughs> it really is locker room talk. Uh, what does this guy do? I think you. It's nice that he's trying to be so thoughtful. Yeah, I, I, you're you're definitely overthinking it. I I, I, I imagine she's not going to care either way. Mm-hmm. I think that's the real the real answer. Yeah, uh, but you might as well just leave it in there in case she wants to change the name and have the amazing Pokédex. 
<laughs> yeah, you leave it in there. You're avoiding the worst case scenario, which she, is her thinking you deleted it on purpose. So you're avoiding that conversation. Yeah. What about changing the name? Can you do that? Well, that's a whole other thing. Why did you change your name? All right. Uh, uh, yeah, just leave it. Leave it in. Give it back. Yeah, I don't know what a Pokédex is, but it sounds fucking hot. <laughs> it really sounds hot. <laughs> Whoa, I can't even say that word correctly. What's wrong with you? It the opposite hot of cold. Is what? Is hot. <clears throat> is, this is so weird. If a girl is like a 10 out of 10, she's sexy. Hot. Yeah. What? Hot. Whoa. <laughs> this is insane. Hat. Hit. Het. Hot. Hot. And lastly, but not leastly. Hot. Oh, Jesus. shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> Hot. There we go. All right, great. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back oh, with no. more questions and answers after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit. Even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. 
Fitness? It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. We have returned... Did you get your first massage ever today? I sure did. Really? Your first one ever? My first massage ever. Never gotten a massage. Never. I guess I got one from like a, a significant, a, a SIG O or something. That's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never gotten uh, an actual massage by a professional. And? It, it rocked my world. It was great. Was it expensive? Uh, it was... Well, tell me how much you think would be a nice deal for a massage. Mm, I would say, I would guess $120 for a, an hour-long massage. All right. It was 110 Oh, wow. <laughs> you got a good deal. I sure did. How long was your massage, though? <laughs> 25 minutes. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and she was actually texting for most of it. <laughs> and it was the Sigo kind. And she charged me double. Triple. <laughs> the Seuss did it again. And I had to do the massaging. <laughs> what the fuck How is that? that? Fair? So, hour-long massage. Will you get it again? Highs and lows. Anything unexpected? Um, the All right, so I never had gotten a massage. I think she did not necessarily know that. So mm-hmm. when I walked in, she was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out. I'm going to clean up. Uh, get undressed, get under the table or under the blanket, and then fully naked, left. or you, you stay. In well, this your is the B&Bs. problem. She like left, and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> What's the answer? How nude do I go? <laughs> is it my? Is it like just my shirt? I was wearing sweat shorts, so, and I was like, I don't think I go full nude. That seems aggressive. <laughs> yeah, air on the side of slightly clothed. Yeah, so I did just. I just did underwear. Yeah. Okay. That, that felt about, right. Yeah. Um, and then that was, I mean, that was like the biggest hurdle that I faced. And then she came back and she said, no, no, that's, that won't <laughs> she, do. She faced me. <laughs> that, that, I didn't that's say way that. too nude. You're supposed to put on the extra clothes. <laughs> I told you to put on a winter parka. So she comes back, you're under the towel, you're ready for the massage. Oh yeah. Face I, up, down? Face down. I told her that my, uh, my heel hurt mm-hmm. uh, and that my the, my left foot also hurt right two injured feet <laughs> uh and she just like massaged my legs massaged the feet uh then like, my upper back or i guess like all over just like fuck and man like i could feel the muscles like moving around and yeah releasing and relaxing did and she's then, like you have a knot here did she ever do that it was like working on a specific thing she did she was like your right foot is like or your right leg is like way way tighter than your left Mm. so she spent more time on my right like 
Is your right leg the one that has been hurt for longer? Yeah, three years, yeah. So that's or the one that years. was tighter. Yeah, which makes a ton of sense. <laughs> uh, but it felt, I mean, it it felt nice like to walk after the massage. Like she definitely loosened up the leg a lot. The coolest thing, my favorite part was like, I so I flipped over and she was like massaging my arms and my chest. Mm-hmm. And then like lift, basically just like lifted my head and sort of like, Rocked it, it like yeah like rocked it from side to side up and back like and you don't it's such a strange sensation have you ever just like lie down and had someone <laughs> hold your head it's so fucking heavy yeah every time you it's like a separate head, part of your body yeah you have to like do something to it right and if you're like even just it, holding it up takes neck muscles yeah. and hold it and like lying in bed you can like lift your head up and it's just weird it's a strange sensation to have your head be weightless and she like pulled it a little bit and like cracked the bottom like the base of my neck i don't know that was incredible so if you're rich you think you'd have one of those every day i was fantasizing during the massage about (laughs) headgum becoming like so successful that we have a like a fucking high rise and i can hire this lady to be our in-house masseuse wow and like a corporate masseuse or something we could just go in there and Get so, a massage. So if a, somebody was like, here's $50,000 this year, but you have to spend it on either a private masseuse or a private chef, what would you choose? Ooh. I guess, I mean, I don't know. Because you can cook your own food. You yeah, can you make, can't massage you can, yourself. Right, that's what I'm saying. It is interesting, though. Like, I mean, private <laughs> chef is... It's really hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> I'd hate to lose but either. I, <laughs> Can I have a hundred grand, sir? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Or like, will you take twenty five? <laughs> oh, you want to start haggling? <laughs> yeah, I like only need the private chef during right, the week. Never mind. This Wait is a just... second. I'll. How about just dinner? <laughs> well, genie, are you serious? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I had to make the call that quick. <laughs> so you're definitely having more massages. It's the end. Yeah, game. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna do it again. I kind of I want to find the this masseuse because she lives in LA and now that I've shouted her out, yeah. You think uh, you 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 think you can maybe find like shop around and do like, or this is this is the person for you. You're good to go. I guess I've never gotten another massage, but this one seemed like the I don't know. It seemed pretty great. I it, it definitely didn't leave me being like I need to go and see who else could do a better job. Yeah. You're like this is this is perfect enough for for my liking. Yeah. All right. Uh, have you ever gotten a massage? Uh, yeah, but I don't remember loving it. I remember like, oh, that was fun, but I wasn't like, I didn't leave like needing to have another one. Right. Well, you know. Well, when was it? First mm, of all, maybe a year and a half ago. Oh, that's pretty recent. Yeah. What was the occasion? It was funny. We I was watching football with Marty on a Sunday, and it was where when we were living together. Oh, I kind of remember being on this group text and not being there. <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, he found this ad for an app that was like I bet it doesn't exist anymore, but it was like Uber but for massagers. So they'll come to your house if you press a button and massage you. Yeah, and it was like supposed to be like eighty dollars for one person, but it was like eighty dollars for two people was the promotion. They're like, all right, yeah, let's get a massage. We'll each pay 40 bucks and get a massage and somebody came to the house massaged us and then left <laughs> an hour long each yeah that's kind of amazing <laughs> i wonder if that app still exists did you guys where did they set up the table uh in the old recording studio <laughs> all right uh anyway you can find this uh, i think it's it looks like it's one down dog dot com slash massage oh that's how you found it 
Yeah, because I, I was doing yoga at One Down Dog. And they're like, by the way, if you like I got a, yoga. Yeah, I got a newsletter and I was like, I've always wanted to do a massage. OneDownDog.com slash massage. There we this go. episode is brought to you by. <laughs> You're just trying to hawk your wares for free massages. If that happens, so be it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop it. Uh, all right, let's see if we can answer a few more questions before we have to GTFO. We got to pack. Yeah, we got to go. That's true. Uh, another dude. This one is about Omegle. Maybe we'll call him <laughs> Omoliver. People still use Omegle? I guess this guy does. Let's get into it. I'm a 22-year-old guy, and I've been dating the perfect girl for about two years now, and I'm very happy aside from the regular things in a long-term relationship, like kind of wishing you were single so you can be young and sleep with random people, etc. <gasps> Recently, while getting very baked, I decided to go on Omegle, and this girl showed me her tits without prompting them, without any, any prompt from me. And I have to say, after two years of seeing the same titties, kind of gave me a rush. Needless to say, I've been frequenting Omegle from then on, and my attempts to cybersex have been quite fruitful. Is that cheating? Should I feel bad? What are your thoughts on this moral gray area of sorts? Love, I'm Oliver. I'm Oliver. 22-year-old. Is Omegle the only one? I thought there was another one, too. Chat roulette? Chat roulette. Omegle is basically you open the website, and it shows you your video chatting with a stranger. Right. Is that what chat roulette is, too? uh, Yeah. And it was a website, you know, designed to meet people. And I would say within 21 minutes was used primarily for cam whores. (laughs) Yep. Very quickly did the porn industry usurp (laughs) Omegle, take over chat roulette, and it became a cam porn website very quickly. So... Uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor Uh, Is it illegal? No Is it amoral? Is it cheating? It's I would say it's I don't know Calling it a gray area is is almost letting it skate a little too much. (laughs) It's a dark gray area Like you are going on Omegle for the express purpose of finding someone who's not your girlfriend to get you off yeah but is that like such a far cry from porn yeah where you're like i'm gonna watch a videotape of somebody else to get to get off i think the difference is you can interact with this human and potentially fall in love with them right it seems uh, it seems to me that almost like that's true yeah the and like intent going both ways right like when you when somebody films a porno their like intent is to make a film that gets many people off and like who knows right nameless faces but when somebody's like on omegle getting giving you like uh showing you their breasts they're trying to get you specifically off like you're both in this (laughs) moment that's sexual together i think you could always put it as like no that's not necessarily true because like if you're if you're just saying if my girlfriend knew would she be really pissed the answer is obviously yes yeah but then some girlfriends are mad at when guys just look at porn right. or like look at somebody's butt. And I don't necessarily think that that's the healthiest. Well, there's three parties that should be weighted in terms of judging things, cheating v. not. Yes. The one person, the mm-hmm. man in this case. Sure. The other person, the female yep. in this case. And then uh, the third, a uh, tribunal of nonpartisan, Who's non-biased that? judges. <laughs> Is that us or is that the Omegle camera? <laughs> that would be me and you or three strangers on the street or perhaps a group of friends that aren't related in any way right. to these people. 
uh, they would each rate it on a scale of one to ten, and oh, any feel- score above twenty is cheating. <laughs> Doesn't this feel like just like one of those petty crimes that it's like, kind? Hey, it's not great, but it's also kind of fine. Like he's not, you're not che- like. Hence the gray area. Yeah, you're not cheating, cheating, cheating. <laughs> you're just cheating. You're cheating light. <laughs> cheating and light. Your diet you, cheating. Yeah. And now with keeps zero you, calories. Does that, here's the question, I guess. Like, does this keep him from cheating on his girlfriend? Or is this like the door that leads to him cheating on his girlfriend? Yeah. Is this better or worse than going to a strip club, getting a lap dance? I think worse because at a strip club, you don't ejaculate yeah but you're feeling boobies rather than just seeing boobies yeah but also at the strip club people are that's like somebody's job and it it, frankly depends on the strip club if you're allowed to feel the boobies (laughs) oh you're not but sometimes you're not allowed to during a laptop there it's like physical grinding versus digital yeah but then i think I, i mean I guess everybody would have a different opinion. I think that strip club is a little more playful because you go with a group typically. Mm. Uh, the people are paid. They don't actually care about you. On Omegle, it's sort of like two lonely people looking for something to to, to experience and to orgasm together. Yeah. That feels a little more intimate. So you're saying cheating or no cheating, yay or nay? Drum roll. Um I'm going to tell you that you, you're you feeling guilty, and that's the correct feeling. <laughs> Do what you want with your guilt. Should I, I like the, the question of should I feel bad. Yes, you should feel bad. <laughs> but like if you don't, like if somebody tells you you should, do you then feel bad? I don't feel bad. Should I feel bad? Yes. Well, I feel pretty Fuck. bad. Well, you made me feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now you feel bad for the wrong reasons. Uh, yeah. You don't feel guilty. You feel bad. I can, I can relate to that, though. Like, I, I'm pretty good at feeling the way people tell me to. <laughs> yeah, just tell me to feel bad or not. All right, feel bad was, I guess, the general question, the general answer. Yeah, and can you either, I think he, he, he can either make a change. I mean, you could watch porn that's like old recordings of a, of a cam show. <gasps> there you go. Yeah. And then just pretend you you memorize it so much that it's like you're basically <laughs> yeah just and there I, there are also some like live cams that are you know with like lots and lots of people watching yeah so maybe like it's the one on one aspect that's that's like the harder harder pill to swallow yeah all right there you have it um one last question sure. White noise. (laughs) Sorry, I was deflating for a second. Um, Let's call this guy Moises Alou. Huh? I know baseball player's name. I remember Moises Alou. (laughs) Moises Alou, son of Felipe Alou, writes, My name is Moises Alou. I'm 23 (laughs) years old and I'm living in the South. I have a boyfriend of about six months now who I really like a lot, and everything seems to be going swimmingly except for one thing. He's always been really interested in 60s culture, obsessed with Mad Men, collects old records, all that jazz, and recently he bought a typewriter off a coworker. My problem lies with this typewriter. 
He says he wants to bring it out with us next time we go to the park and write on it publicly, like in front of people. I just don't think I can handle this. The thought of it just makes me cringe. Am I a bad person because I feel like I would be horrifically embarrassed if I was seen in public with my boyfriend typing on a typewriter? I just feel like they're laughably outdated. You're lugging an incredibly loud 15-pound metal machine around a park that you could just use you could just use your laptop. It's comically inconvenient to me and I truly feel embarrassed. He's even entertained the idea should i express my embarrassment about this or should i just let him live his life and deal with it help me please it's an upgrade from this when this guy brought up printing press to the pool that time that was way too much yeah he's always bringing this like old (laughs) industrial equipment he brought a loom to a jacuzzi party (laughs) it was so weird (laughs) a freaking loom he was weaving on a loom i remember i saw this guy at a b'nai mitzvah what is he he doing what did he bring like what machine did he bring <laughs> what machine was it? I'm trying to tell you. I want to know what outdated technology there. All right. <laughs> so he was you, boot blacking. He was he was legit like iron, like hot iron hammering horse train nails. Oh, horseshoes. Yeah. Oh, he was making nails. Yeah, he was making friggin' nails <laughs> at the where at the B'nai Mitzvah. <laughs> oh my God, it's crazy. That actually reminds me of something. The same dude. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same dude. What was he doing and where? What he did. What he did. I'll tell you what he did first. But he dragged the world's first supercomputer. Yeah, it's the what? size of a living room. That's insane. <laughs> it he assembled lo- it. Where did he assemble? <laughs> I'll it? tell you where he. Assembled Go it. on. It was a social setting. <laughs> Absolutely, it was a social setting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a family reunion. A family reunion. <laughs> yeah, he's my cousin. And he brought the fucking the original first computer. Super computer. And you know, I actually saw him at a quinceanera. What was he, he doing was, out there? At the quinceanera, the, the he was also he was doing something quite inconvenient in terms of old, like old worldly. Oh, I he see. Was it was blowing glass. Oh. <laughs> He was blowing glass, like 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 smoking weed out of a bong. Uh-uh. Or... No, he was full <laughs> on blowing windows at, and vases out of out of like hot it was a ren fair for a second. Yeah, and this was where again at a quinceanera. And why were you invited to that? Why were you at the quinceanera? It was my niece Sonia. Who? My niece Sonia <laughs> had a quinceanera. And this guy, the, the, he was, was blowing, blowing glass. glass. <laughs> he was blowing glass. That's really cool. That's really, really cool, man. Hey, man. <laughs> That's dope, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Hey, Serge, dude. <laughs> I got a new accent, bro. <laughs> what do you think, man? <laughs> yeah, man. I spent like four years in Mexico, man. <laughs> it's not enough time. I was whatever, dude. <laughs> you change the way you talk. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's fucking talk differently. <laughs> Surge, man. Surge, man. Check out this offensive accent I came up with, man. It's crazy, dude. I got like a mustache, man, now. <laughs> Jesus. What, dude? <laughs> I'm serious, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Leave me alone, man. All right, leave you alone, dude. <laughs> Let's fucking hang out, though. <laughs> Surge, man, you're not good, man. Yo, page me, dude. <laughs> I got like a beeper now, dude. <laughs> like, what's the point, man? <laughs> I'll just get a fucking phone, dude. <laughs> I have to fucking call you from a burner, man. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, he can bring a typewriter. <laughs> 
Uh, we're out of time. Uh, of course. <laughs> Typewriters uh, A-OK. Yeah, yeah. Would you be shamed? Kind of ashamed. A little bit embarrassed. It's a, I mean, it's a little embarrassing, but it's not like a, it's not a deal breaker. It is kind of weird to like be at the park and imagine like... It's like a cute setting, though. I, you can imagine it being like a, in a little like uh, it's like know, a hipster chic thing. Yeah, like a Zoe Deschanel movie or something. Yeah, like you bring your typewriter, I'll bring my ukulele, oh, and yeah. we'll write some prose and we'll sing it <laughs> oh, together. That's fun. Let's park. write a let's write a poem on paper on typewriter yeah, paper. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the vibe. So I think you should actually lean into a little bit, curate it for your fucking boyfriend just once. Pack a little picnic, a little red checker bag. Oh, that's cute. You and, dive into the whole forties vibe. Yeah, tell to write something about you and we're where yeah we're like some really weird 40s garb suspenders too much cloth yeah like a little newsy hat that's nice and a long sleeve cloth off off white shirt yeah and big thick pants that don't have zippers because they weren't invented yet that's right everywhere cargos or pantaloons some sort of swimming pants (laughs) and ride a ride a big (laughs) wheeled bicycle yeah have girders like socks with the little suspenders (laughs) it's funny to romanticize not the 60s but like the the were the the 20s one of the ugliest eras (laughs) the 10s i guess the 10s i'm really into the 10s recently we should have a 10s party Everyone dresses like your favorite thing from 1916. I'm a penny farthing. <laughs> and I, a glass blower and a quinceanera. Uh, all right, cool. Take it easy a bit. This, 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 what was I saying? Oh, the opening theme song, again, was written and directed by Robert, and we thank him for that. The closing one is our boy Josh No Joshua. He's back. Oh, shit. Becoming soon, becoming our most prolific theme song writer. Uh, thanks to you guys for writing in. Thanks to you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. We really hope we survive these shows so that we can come back and tell you all about them. Uh, and we're we're just so thrilled to be touring so much. Uh, we still got dates coming up in Denver and Tempe and uh, Raleigh and Atlanta and Philly and D.C. and New York. Come find us. Come party with us. Come hang out. Uh, the tickets to all those shows are at jakedemir.com. Uh, Toda for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. Somewhere over the podcast. Oh, fuck, man. I can't, I can't do it. Don't worry. All right. No, just give me the guitar. Just give me. Jesus. Fine. Okay. Take it. Yeah. Let me, let me show you how it's done. One, two, three, four. Somewhere over this podcast.
Bum is bum is ass. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I got oh, it. Okay, I got, okay. got it. Good, good. Yeah, thank you. That was a headgum podcast.